everyone. Welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for today's Daily Word, we're going into John chapter 8. And, and what we're doing today is talking about what, what are some of the most uh, essential, most important of the big questions of life. And how those, in, in some really powerful ways, I think, get answered in today's passage. So, for instance, one of the, the big questions of life that if any thoughtful person has to, has to come to grips with is, wh where, where have I come from? And, and I don't mean from a purely physical sense, from your, your parents, that, that sort of thing, that's obvious, but, but what is my origin? What's the origin of the universe, of the, the earth that enables us to have life? Listen to this from verse 14. For I know where I came from and where I am going. Jesus reveals, as we see in the scriptures, that we are created by God. Our origin is from God. And that Jesus Christ is the Son of God come in the flesh. That he has come from heaven and that he is returning to heaven. And he tells us that he will return once more. He will come again and he will restore all of creation. He tells us at that time he will make all things new. Why am I here? Another of those big questions. Maybe that's the biggest one. What is the, the purpose, if anything, of my life? It seems to me that much of the anxiety in the modern age is a misunderstanding of these two questions, where have I come from and why am I here, to think that you are just a cosmic accident caused by an impersonal process known as evolution by natural selection, to think that there's no real purpose for my life and that I've just come from an accident, essentially. It is anxiety-producing, but listen to what Jesus says in verse 19. If you knew me, you would also know my Father. You see, we are made, the purpose for which we are made is God. We're made to know him, made to delight in him, made to honor him, to worship him. We are made for relationship. When you see what happens to someone when they are lonely, when they are deprived of relationship, it, it causes a person to, to come apart essentially emotionally psychologically spiritually we are made for relationships certainly with one another but most essentially with god and we know that jesus christ has come to reconcile us to god to restore that relationship by his grace removing that which is between us and god that which separates us that gulf between us that is sin what should I do, right? How is it that I should live my life? What should I make my life about? Verse 12, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness. By his word and by his spirit, the Lord leads us and he leads us in the path of life. There is such wisdom in the word of God. There is such solid teaching and in ethics and so, but what is so powerfully unlocked 
Um, what, what is offered to us in Jesus Christ is to know life in the Spirit, to have God's Word not just written on pages, which it is, but to have His Word written on our hearts, to actually know the transforming power of God in our lives so that we, we become different people. And, and so the Lord leads us not just do this, do that, but He changes who we are so that what we do more and more fully honors him. Where am I going? I mean, that's, that's I think, important and essential to, to everyone. The thought of, uh, of just disintegrating and ceasing to exist is very much anxiety-producing for any person, any thoughtful person who's willing to think on it. And there's a reason that that is so, uh, so unnatural to us because it is unnatural. That's not what we're made for. We are made for eternity. We are eternal spiritual beings created by God, and we are made for eternity with him. Verse 14 again, for I know where I came from and where I'm going, and we can too. He would tell us that he's gone to prepare a place for us so that he would come and he would take us to be where he is. We, in Jesus Christ, by his grace, we will dwell with him forever. The destination of the believer is heaven. Ultimately, it is to enjoy God's renewed creation at the coming of Christ as he makes all things new, as the heavenly city, the new Jerusalem, descends from heaven, and heaven and earth are one. Then a final note here that I think is very interesting a note that uh, at, at the time would answer a question, I think, that was perhaps on the minds of women, because of course in this day, women were seen really more as, as property, um, as essentially second-class human beings, but that's not the indication of the Word of God. The, the Word of God is clear that God made male and female and he created both in his image. And so there is equal value to both. And it's very interesting where Jesus teaches. In our scripture today, you read that he was teaching in the, the area of the temple complex known as the, the treasury. Uh, it was also, uh, not coincidentally, not accidentally, it was known as the women's court. Uh, and, and this would have been, if you remember the story of the widow's might, this had been where Jesus was teaching and he observed uh, a widow, a poor widow, who brought her offering. She brought everything that she had and dropped it into uh, the receptacle there. This is where Jesus would teach. Women could go no further than this court. Is it, a, is it an accident? No, of course. Because the gospel, as the word, is for men and women alike, of equal value, all created in the image of God. Jesus did some things that were quite revolutionary for his time. If you remember, uh, when, they're, when he's at the home of, uh, of Lazarus, Lazarus, Martha, and Mary, Martha's busy uh, preparing for their meal, and she's quite anxious, and and here's Mary, she's seated before Jesus. Do you see? She is seated. She is in the posture of a disciple. Jesus is teaching her. 
as a disciple? Answers a question, I think. Who is, who is worthy of the Lord's affection? Who is worthy of salvation? The truth is, it's all of us. We are all made in the image of God. We are all beloved of God. We are all objects of his love, and we are all, we are all those for whom Christ died on the cross. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you.